I'm really upset that DMX didn't get the Beat the Living Daylights out of George Zimmerman before he passed away. I'm really upset about that, (laughs) y'all. I'm Audacious Adri. I'm a 30-whatever-year-old vegan from upstate New York. Go Bills! I recently moved to California and my depression and anxiety suddenly didn't go away like I thought. So if you're cool with it, navigate with me through dating, relocation, and creation post-COVID while being black and also (laughs) 5'2". Oh, my loves. I've missed y'all so much. I took, what, like a week off, two weeks off? I feel like I've been, like, gone for three weeks. So much has happened. So much has happened, like, in the world and in my life. And it's just, it's amazing. Like, each day there's something new, you know? what I was... I watched the Earth, Wind, and Fire and Isley Brothers live, or not live, the verses. And I know I have some younger, <laughs> younger listeners, um, but these are two phenomenal, iconic, amazing, talented, incredible, genre creating. They created genres, y'all. Hit in every decade for the past 60 years. Kind of phenomenal men, right? This is like, this was on Easter. It was on Easter. And I, this was the first, besides Christmas, this was the first holiday in 2021. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) I'm not editing that out. This was my first holiday this year without my family. And not even going to lie, y'all, it was kind of hard. It was kind of hard. Um, I look forward to dinner around my grandma's table and dinner around extended family's tables and being with friends and all of that. I had a wonderful Easter, but it just doesn't hit you know, when you're not with family and friends. So I, you know, I got home and I, you know, I I went, I went to the beach, of course, and that is my happy place. And I had a wonderful brunch and it was such a beautiful day. So I went home. I was a little down, you know, I talked to like every one of my family members. I was bugging them all day and I realized what day it was. And so I turned on Instagram and I turned on the live and it was just the most amazing thing and just all of these songs I've been hearing, they brought back memories. There's a radio station in my hometown. It's called WDKX. And it's a Black-owned radio station. And it's been Black-owned for many years. And it's like one of the only in the area. And it just reminded me of growing up, you know, on Saturday mornings. In, eth- in a lot of ethnic households, what our fa- our parents do, they turn on the oldies and you got to clean up. <laughs> and these are some of the songs that I heard as a kid, you know, that I was posting about it. And some family and friends were like, you know about these? You like these groups? I'm like, what? My mother is a singer. 
you know, my mother is, I grew up with, with music all around me. My grandma plays the piano. My grandpa played the trumpet. I sing as well. It's kind of a hidden talent. Nobody really knows this, but I sing as well. So I grew up around music. So this, it just meant a lot. And what I learned during this beautiful moment, this verses was that DMX was in the hospital and I had no idea. And I've been a DMX fan ever since I was probably, probably like about nine or 10, like very young. And I got introduced to hip hop and rap music through my uncle. And my uncle is, he's my young uncle because <laughs> my mom had me pretty young and my, my grandma had my uncle, um, at a later part in her life. So we both came in the world, came into the world at our, at like various times in our mother's lives. And we pretty much grew up together and became like brother and sister. And he is, has immaculate taste in music, grew up more in the nineties. And so I learned everything about music from him, you know, whether it was, um, whether it was the Fugees, whether it was Biggie, Pac, Jay, you know, Wayne. Um, he even listened to woman rappers, which I thought was so dope, you know, and which I think is like a, a definitely like a New York nigga type of thing. I know I say the N word, so whatever, but it's like a New York type of thing. Like Kim, like there's songs, go to, go to New York, go to the city and be around like a bunch of nineties like a bunch of dudes that were around in the nineties and put on like Lil' Kim, they will, what is that? Big mama, big mamas. I used to be scared of the, you know, like it's there. Jesus and Meryl have a joke that like listening to like, do it's really problematic. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not about to get canceled out here today. Okay. <laughs> but my uncle taught me a lot about like amazing hip hop music. And obviously he put me on a D DMX and I have been a fan ever since. And I, I just, I've just taken it really hard, um, because he was, he had a really hard life. I don't know if you know, a lot of you know about his life, but it's very, you know, his, his struggles with addiction are really, they mirror what a lot of people with addictions have dealt with. And I've struggled with addiction in my life. And, you know, I didn't have a cup handed to me like, the cup was handed to, to Mr. Simmons. Um, but you know, it's, it's just, you just, somebody shares their heart and their art and their soul with you and you never, you never leave it. And I make the joke that I was 11 year old, 11 year old in middle school in a suburban middle school talking about y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. And it's just so funny, but I just want to honor DMX and his, and his legacy and, what he did for music and his love for God. And so many people say like, oh, I love to hear him pray. Oh, I love to hear him pray. And when I remember growing up and being like, oh, like, (laughs) okay, like we're gonna, and he was, you know, known to like pray pretty lengthy and like pretty animated prayers, beautiful prayers. Now, you know, I, I listen to them now and I'm like, wow, profound. But he just, he really, really wrote, wrote hard for his faith. And I, I really appreciate that. So I want to honor him and I, um, send love and prayers and comfort and, and moments of joy to his family and to his children. He's a beautiful, beautiful family. And 
um, may they be blessed and may they carry his legacy on. Okay, so speaking of DMX, um, one of the things that really resonated with me about this whole like this whole moment of him oh I don't even want to say moment this the the days surrounding his passing you know um the days prior and and after his passing I was thinking about him a lot and it was really weighing on me and you know I generally wake up in the morning and I do yoga and I meditate and meditating is like my my like most people will call it like their their praying time, their alone time, their their thinking time, their God time. But I call it, you know, my meditating. But my meditation, it really I don't really have thoughts. And I used to say, Well, I'll keep you in my meditations to people. And I'm like, wait, I'm not really even thinking about things when I'm meditating. I'm more like quieting my mind. I more think about things when I do yoga. Yoga is like kind of my like, okay relaxingly let's plan our lives. I know you're really not supposed to do that, but I do it. It works for me, whatever. So I found myself praying for DMX. And when I tell you the last time that I prayed, um, like to God, um, (laughs) I like, I don't know, maybe like in a, in like, oh God, please type of moment. Like, please don't let, oh God, please don't let this, like something really annoying or, oh, please, I hope I didn't forget or please, or, you know, like I, I'm thinking like when I was in Denver and I got on the plane to come to San Diego and I was in an Uber and the Uber was going so slow and I knew that I was late and my luggage had to, my luggage was too heavy to go on the plane or my luggage didn't make it. My luggage wouldn't have been able to make it. And it had to be flown in like a couple of days later. <laughs> I was like, God, please let me make this plane. Let me, please let me make this plane. Please let me make this plane. That was probably like the last like prayer that I had. And I found myself praying for DMX and for him to overcome this, this hospitalization. So I was like, hmm, interesting. And so I started to see a lot more content of him and just learning more about him and learning about his his faith. And it really inspired me. DMX's faith really inspired me to tap into my faith. And there were, I've talked about it on here before. I've had some spirituality. I am very spiritual. You know, I pray to my ancestors and I thank the universe and you know, I, I, I'm a spiritual being, right? But I was like really struggling to acknowledge God because of of what I've dealt with. I've dealt with church hurt. I dealt with a lot of pain last year that we've talked about. And I, like I've said before, I found myself watching atheist videos and, and sympathize, not sympathizing, but just relating to the atheists. And which is fine. It, you know, atheists are regular people. I have nothing against atheists. That was what worked for me for that moment. So basically... I I had I had lost all faith in God. But God had other plans. <laughs> so I grew up in a 
Pentecostal black church <laughs> um, holiness. People were speaking in tongues. People laid hands on each other. And that was the expression. People shouted. And that was the expression that I grew up with. In, and that is what I feel actually most comfortable with. And, you know, grew up in this church. This church has been around for many generations. And the the people in that church are family members. Like, I call them family members, like, to this day. Beautiful people. Amazing people. Love them. To this day, they are family. And, you know, I don't even remember what happened. Somebody hurt my feelings, and I left. And I was young. Not a good... You know, that's not an excuse, but that's just how that cookie crumbled. Never really went to reconcile, reconcile anything. It just... I was upset. So I left the church, and I wilded out for a little bit, and I did all the things, and I rebelled, and I did all the things you're not supposed to do when you, when you are a person, you know, when you are a Christian or you are a believer, you know, because I was a believer at the time. But then I said, screw it, and I rebelled, and I partied, and I partied for years, and I went to college, and I did all of that. And then I found my way to... I met some people that I worked with and they, and they were so kind. And I was like, y'all must be Christians because I can, you know, spirits recognize each other. And they introduced me to their community and their community. I became a part of for many years. And I, you know, it was a big part of my life. And then my feelings got hurt again and I left and I kind of had a rocky relationship with God. And I don't really know like when I officially lost my faith it was probably like when I left, when I left the church, I was like, y'all are all of these. Y'all are not exemplifying what God is all about. I, this is not what God is, God is saying. I don't know. I just don't resonate. So I left and I, you know, tried to be rebellious again and try to live that life, but it was very short lived. I just like, wasn't built for the party life that I was built for. And also age, like I wasn't 19 anymore. I, you know, I was 20, 26, 27, 28. So I got older and I just didn't want the same kind of lifestyle, but I was still doing the same things. And for me, I'm not judging on anybody that goes out and parties. I don't care. Like, whatever. Y'all know I don't judge. I'm saying like, it wasn't, these were dark times for me when I turned to drinking. Drinking is something that I've struggled with for years. And it, you know, it wasn't good for me. So doing something that you're not supposed to be doing that you know that's not good for you call it a sin I call it being dumb and like not taking care of yourself right so that that's just me though I'm not talking about what y'all do I'm talking about what I did so I just kind of like lived my life I ended up finding yoga and yoga opened up beautiful opportunities for me to connect with myself connect with with the earth And it started opening doors. And then I met my spiritual people. I met my lovely, beautiful, amazing many moons. And many moons literally said to me, God and your ancestors want to connect with you. And I was like, what are you saying? I I was like, yo, she's tripping because I'm not about that life right now. Like, I'm not about it. So it took a while. It took a while. It, it It took me being literally like, I tapped into my ancestors, but I really wasn't trying to give God a chance. I really wasn't. And I went through all that because 2020 sucked. And then I went through all that I went through, like my worst of the worst in 2020. And I was in that place of atheism. And I'm just going to be honest. I was in that place of atheism because I'm like, God, where are you? Where are you right now? I am literally, I haven't eaten in three days. I am at like the worst of the depression. So where are you? Where are you, sis? (laughs) 
And I don't believe that God has gender, so I can say sis if I want to. Okay, you can't check me, boo, on that. So I got to these points where I was just like, God does not exist. But like my spiritual advisor, I started, you know, getting to know other spiritual advisors. And they kept saying, God wants to know, God wants to do this. God wants to do that. And I found out that many moons grew up in a very similar background as I, and she wasn't demonic. Like I didn't ever thought she was demonic, but I, she's a, she's an intuitive reader. So she does tarot cards and I was scared because of my upbringing, but she, and I, I always trusted her, but a little bit of the back of my mind was still like, Oh, and she told me, Oh, my grandfather is a pastor. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay, this is aligned. I just felt like this was aligned and all of the things that she started to tell me were the things that were really going on. And I felt like I had like a covering on me. I had like some insight, right? And that's what some people say is God and God can work, in my opinion, can work through other people. And I believe that God worked through many moons and a lot of the um, spiritual advisors and intuitive people that I'm around that give me downloads, you know? So... I've done, I just want to say, I'm keeping this short and sweet today. You know, I just want to say that I've done it all. <laughs> I've done it all. Um, wasn't really big into drugs, but I mean, I, besides drugs, I've done it all. And I've seen a lot of different things. And when I look at my own life, I was born six weeks um, premature. My mother was a teen mother, right? I was born premature or I was a preemie. I was a couple, only a couple pounds when I was born. And the doctor said I would always have health problems and developmental problems. Had neither. I was gifted as a child. Never had any health problems. I went to the hospital one time because I had a stomach ache and I didn't even spend the night. I, I've, I've dodged death many times. I've gotten into cars with people that have been drinking. I've, you know, instead of taking a left... I took a right and something happened when I took a left and it could have been me. You know what I'm saying? And I know that God has has had their hand on my life for my whole life. And I just like, I just felt like God was not there, but what I've known or what I've downloaded in just my, my meditations and my prayers, I still keep my spirit, my regular spiritual practices is that I may be lonely sometimes, but I'll never be alone, right? I have experienced depression and loneliness and, you know, people leaving me and people that I trusted not performing up to my expectations and just I've suffered different kinds of abuse and at, from people that love me, that said they love me. And I, I've been, I felt pain that is indescribable, undescribable, and I'm sure many of you have as well. And I'm, this is not an episode to convert you, or because I don't belong to any religion. I don't. I don't even have a title. I just. I'm spiritual. I'm a vegan. They already know. Um. I. I talk to the animals. Y'all know I be talking to birds, and I feel so connected. Because, call me crazy, but I feel so connected to this earth. I feel so connected to what I have native ancestors. I feel connected to this land. I feel connected to the creatures that are on this land. And they're a part of God. So that's just 
that's just what I've experienced. And what I've experienced since I've been more open and I've been more exploring my faith, I've experienced more abundance, how I talk to people, how I walk. People have I've noticed the difference about me. I treat people differently. I um I have like an like a inkling to help people. I just like always want to help. Not saying that I didn't do that stuff before. I was always trying to be helpful, but it's a little bit different. It's just coming from a different place now. It's not for clout. It's not for like to put it on the gram. It's like truly like a a a want to help people and like secretly. Like not even tell y'all about what the things and God has blessed me that I want to bless other people. And I've had gratitude, gratitude that I've never had before. I've had a lot of money in my bank account before. I've had a lot of things. I've had clout. I've had um, beautiful vacations. I, You know, all of it. I've seen it. But there's times I've had nothing. And I've I've just experienced joy, just joy, like pure joy and joy in this raggedy in this raggedy planet is rare. And I know that so much stuff is happening right now. So I just want y'all to tap in. I just want y'all to tap in. It's worked for me. And I want to let y'all know, like, there is joy possible. Joy is possible. I have peace and I have concern for other people. I have assurance in who I am. I have guidance and and confidence. You know, this is this is coming from a, a child that was bullied by other kids and I had suicidal thoughts as a kid. Many times I've had mental health problems that were never addressed because that was not talked about in 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 the early 2000s. When I was coming up, when I was a teenager, oh, I'm giving my age away again. <laughs> no, but like for real though, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever God is to you, if you're Muslim, if you're Sikh, if you're, if you're into African spirituality, if you're, um, if you do, if you're um, Protestant, you know, if you are even an atheist or even if you're, um, agnostic I don't know I'm not telling anybody what's what's this what's that I don't know the answers here all I'm saying that I have there is a spirit there is a being that is higher than me that get that makes me feel happy I don't drink anymore y'all I used to be an alcoholic (laughs) I don't drink anymore I don't need I don't even drink coffee I wake up and I thank God every day every day even for even when when stuff Look, I'm, I still cuss. What you going to do? I'm trying to, I'm, you know, I'm trying to decrease it. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to decrease it. But I, there's times when things go wrong, things don't go right. And I'm like, you know what, God, thank you. Because you know what? Maybe you blocked something. Maybe your way is better. And I'm, I'm sitting here right now as a, as a witness to that. I, and I knew, I knew that like miracles were coming because I was getting, um, I was getting told that by my spiritual advisors and one of them said that like miracles were going to happen to where it will only be God. And that I'm sitting here right now. Literally this just happened. I'm just sitting in my car right now. It's probably why this sounds like trash because I'm about to go enjoy one of those miracles that I, that I just knew. I knew that this was going to happen. And I said, if this comes through, if you come through on this God, I will tell everybody, I will use my platform to talk about you. So this is my, this is my God episode (laughs) and I don't, you know, I, I'm a nerd. So I love theology. 
I love learning about other religions. Religions are so cool to, to study, but I'm not like really into the religion. I just love the spirituality part of it. I don't have to get into the nitty gritty of it. I just know that there's a, I feel that there is a higher being and I just want to thank God. And I just want to be, um, be put y'all on. If y'all want to know, hit me up, come in some, you know, DM me and we can talk about it. I'll, I'd be, I'm really open to share the experiences that God has helped me from or healed me from. I've had so many different experiences in my life. I don't have any hate for anybody i've been hurt by so many people i don't hate anybody there's nobody i hate do i hate donald trump donald trump is whack yeah i pretty you know donald trump is whack i hate donald trump i hate i hate cops i hate him hate him you know and maybe god is working with me on that but i know one thing god does not like injustice god does not like what happened to our baby dante wright God didn't do that though, because we have free will. We have free will to do whatever we want. If if I want, I you know I own a gun. If I wanted to kill somebody, and God God ain't gonna stop me. Like I could just do it. He doesn't have control. They don't have control over us. So when people say, "Well, why do why do bad things happen to bad people? Why do babies get cancer? Because bad because bad people because bad people put." chemicals in our air and our food and in our products and our mothers put them on their bodies or we ingest them as children or maybe it's hereditary I don't know y'all I don't have the answers here and don't at me on this I'm just exploring these concepts I don't have the answers but what I do know is that God is not happy about when when people are dying and when people are hurting. But God cannot control us. So that's I just wanted to to just let y'all know this is how I feel and I'm and in such a I'm in such a good place. It's taken me some time to heal and healing is healing is is not linear. You know, good days and bad days, but I every day I'm grateful and I would encourage everyone to to practice gratitude take a couple minutes out of your day or right when your feet hit the ground say oh i thank you if it's god i thank you or allah i thank you or um buddha i thank you or whomever god i thank you universe i thank you i said you i said universe for many months before i started saying god god is everything you know and i just um, I honor all the other religions, not other. I hate that. I honor all religions. And, you know, I would hope for the world of the spiritual people can unite and we can vibrate high and bring good energy to this earth and heal the earth ourselves. And I know this is getting super hippie, but I this is what I'm vibing with. So if you're vibing with it, let me know. Hit me up. I'm at Audacious Adri Show. I love to talk about these kinds of things. I love to have these kind of conversations. And I want to encourage you all to think about what that means to you. What is God to you? What is heaven on earth to you? If heaven was a thing, what would heaven look like? Okay, well, let's make it happen here. Let's be kinder to each other. God is working with me to talk to more white people. Because I'm over it. Because white people are upsetting me right now. Because of how this world is, is, has been ran. But God is saying no. <laughs> I'm we're actively fighting, but I God has opened me up to not judge people. How am I going to be mad at white people for judging me 
when I'm not, you know, hard lessons, not fun. (laughs) DMX uh, wrote a song called Slippin' and he speaks this in the beginning instead of rapping it. He says, see, to live is to suffer, but to survive, well, that's to find meaning in the suffering And that really resonated. And it resonated because, I mean, I started thinking about all that I had been through. And, you know, things are starting to make sense, you know, as I get older. The the piece, the puzzle is starting to come together. And I'm starting to realize why I went through certain things. And I'm sure that all of y'all can relate. You've went through things. You've felt heartbreak. You've felt pain. You've been hurt before. You've felt trauma. That is a part of the, that is the plight of the human experience. So I think when we think about this thing, when we think about this thing called life and we think about why we're all here and what we've all been through, I just, I don't, I feel like we, you may have been through, you may have been victimized, but you're not a victim. Okay, I tried to play the victim, y'all. I'm keeping it real. I tried to play the victim. It was not cute. My my ancestors were enslaved. Okay, so I am strong. So what life has thrown at me, I've just I've overcome it, and and I I will never allow myself to be a victim. And I want to say to, to all my black listeners, in this time, it's just, it's, it's just a reminder, a reminder of the trauma, the trauma again, the wound, right? When we feel like we've kind of like had a, we had a good day, we had a, we just lost a, or even, you know, it's just like, here it goes again. And when we gained a little bit of traction, we all had a good Easter, but then, the, you know, <clears throat> And I want to say, do something that brings you joy. Whether it is rolling up a joint, running, playing basketball, getting your nails done, taking a bath, taking a nap, dancing, eating ice cream, whatever you need to do to feel joy, do it. Because... Your joy will resonate as much as we sit on, on these phones. <laughs> I sound like somebody auntie. As much as we sit on our phones and watch videos of each other. I, there is nothing more I love than seeing black people do stuff and do funny stuff. That's my favorite thing to watch. Today I watched a video of Kev on stage making fun of a lady, <laughs> a white lady making popcorn salad. <laughs> and... He, although he was like upset, you know, but he was being funny. That brought me joy and I shared it and it brought other black people joy and it resonates. It keeps going. Exist. Your existence is resistance. Our joy is, is revolutionary. 
and don't and I don't want us to feel like we need to be in a certain box or experience things a politically correct way. If you're ghetto, be ghetto. If you're into alternative stuff, be alternative. It doesn't matter because they all we're all looked at as niggers. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Like I'm just being honest. Just exist and be you. Who cares what anybody thinks? The day that I my life opened up as far as my blackness when I didn't give a shit about what anybody thought, especially a white person. I just live my life. Live your life. That is how you defeat it. That is how we we oof. I was listen, since I've since I did all this talk about God, I gotta keep things like, you know, at least PG 13. But that is how we that is how we just put the middle finger up to white supremacy. So I just want to encourage y'all. Y'all, let's just keep going. We can do this. We are here, okay? We are here. And I thank all of y'all. I thank y'all for your support, your love, your comments, your feedback. Um, follow me if you haven't already followed me at Audacious Adri on IG. And if you love what you hear, uh, rate it on Apple Podcast. You know, give me the five stars, okay, honey? <laughs> I just thank y'all for everything. I thank y'all for taking this moment to listen to me and, and just enjoy this with me. And I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend and we'll chit chat later.